You're listening to Greater LA from KCRW, the show that connects you to the people and the places of Southern California. Hey there, I'm Steve Chiatakis. If you're a child of the 60s, 70s, or 80s, you might remember this song from the 1964 B-movie, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. It regularly makes lists of the worst movies ever made. It's got a 2.7 star rating on IMDb. But you'd never know about all the haters if you stepped into the Maverick Theater in Fullerton during the holidays. We've got Donner and Prancer and Dancer and Nixon, Ford, Reagan, Carter, James Buchanan. No, no, those are politicians. That's the naughty list. In this small Orange County theater, they've adapted the movie into a stage production. And it's become a cult hit that regularly sells out. So why do people love to see a play based on such a terrible movie? Reporter Susan Vallett went to find out. The main good guy Martian is wearing green face paint and a green bodysuit, similar to what you'd see in the 1960s Batman TV show. His Martian head is a basketball painted green with metal rods sticking out of it. The original movie this is based on, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, took only two weeks to shoot on a very low budget. A young Pia Zadora plays one of the Martian children. The premise of the movie and stage production is both simple and bizarre. We need a Santa Claus on Mars! They used to show this terrible movie on TV, which is how Maverick Theater founder and co-owner Brian Newell saw the ridiculousness as a child. I was maybe five or six, and at that age, I knew I was watching a terrible film. But there was something about it I couldn't keep my eyes off of it. And I watched this absurd thing, and it, like, branded itself in the back of my brain. So 17 years ago, looking for a Christmas play to stage at the Maverick, he figured, let's give it a shot. I didn't even think audiences were going to stay for Act 2. But they did, and they kept coming back. The show is sold out this year. She touched the red button, didn't she? Yeah! No one needs to touch the red button! That's the bus that makes us all pretend the ship is crashing. In fact, Newell says the show usually sells out within a few days of tickets being released, November 1st of each year. We have families that come and see this show year after year. I have literally had audience members that are now married that were just young children in grade school when they came and saw this show, and they'll be bringing their kids. The story goes like this. The Martians see their children are sad and depressed, so they decide to come to Earth to kidnap Santa, but they end up bringing two human children back to Mars with them. Then there's the Martian bad guy, throwing a wrench into everything. My name is Voldar, and 
I'm very interested as to why you are talking to me, human, when I should probably be devouring your face. <laughs> In the show, Voldar tries to get rid of Santa and the children. I don't understand. It shouldn't be this difficult to kill an old fat man and two childrens, and yet they constantly, no matter what I do, just keep on being alive. Voldar is played by Nathan McCarrick, who works for a software developer by day and runs an improv group at the theater. The framework of the show is that the script exists and that we do our best to do this kind of heartwarming play, but the Martians by their nature are very easily distracted and we have a lot of room for improv based on anything that goes wrong on any given night and there's lots of things that go wrong. Like when they're flying their spaceship through space in the dark room and the lit up moving stars don't come on when they're supposed to. This is unusually dark today. McCarrick says the unexpected is what makes the show so much fun. I can see The Christmas Carol once every 10 years. I don't need to see it again. There are great heartwarming Christmas things to tug at your heart in that, but it's not new and unique and fun each time, right? Whereas in this show, we have the Christmas spirit. You do walk away feeling warm and fuzzy and happy because Santa wins and it's all Christmassy. But also, you got to be there when you were like, and tonight, Voldar shot Betty in the eyeball with a Nerf gun, you know? Is there a young boy behind that gun? <laughs> I tried to say it without laughing. <laughs> are, we, are we just not even trying anymore? <laughs> Natalie Williams has been coming to see the show since 2008. She buys around 30 tickets each year to bring friends and co-workers. Once you're in that theater, every single person is involved in this play. The actors play off of the audience and the audience, their reactions and their what they do and say really affects the cast and what they do. Like when the audience gets carried away and starts cheering for the bad guy. You've got all of the morals of this so wrong. <laughs> Not to be me. Haley Hunter, who plays a human girl named Betty, says it's a holiday tradition that lets you forget about the real world for a bit. There's so much going on right now in our world and, you know, with COVID and everything since then. I mean, it's just been kind of big thing after big thing after tragedy after downer that I just hope people can come and have a good time and sort of start their holidays off the right way on Mars. <laughs> The cast dances out of the theater and onto another version of Mars in the next show. For KCRW, I'm Susan Vallett.
Introducing the KCRW Donation Car, designed to be recycled. This first-of-its-kind vehicle will save you time, space, and hassle by disappearing. Enjoy the luxury and comfort of turning your underused car into a donation worth hundreds, even thousands of dollars. The KCRW Donation Car, already in your garage, driveway, or on cinder blocks outside your house. Act now at kcrw.com cars. Onward now with Greater L.A. from KCRW. I'm Steve Chiotakis. Well, you just heard about Santa on Mars. And in just a few minutes, if you stick around, a trip to a downtown L.A. Christmas destination that you just can't beat, the Pinata District. But right now, let's talk about another holiday theater tradition, a Christmas carol. The play that families flock to at year's end to get their fix of Tiny Tim and Jacob Marley and the Christmas ghosts and... Everyone's favorite miser, Ebenezer Scrooge. As it turns out, in L.A., it is a show that comes in many forms. There are all kinds of takes, from traditional to brand-new, teeny-tiny productions to full-blown, Broadway-worthy affairs. There's something for everyone. KCRW's Juliana Mayo has sampled some of the wares and takes us on a tour of A Christmas Carols all across greater L.A. Ebenezer Scrooge! Scrooge! Scrooge is everywhere this time of year. In fact, there are at least 15 productions of A Christmas Carol happening around SoCal right now. And the reason is pretty simple. It gets butts and seats. And this holiday tradition keeps the curtains raised for many a local theater. I checked out five productions, all of which were coming to the stage with very different perspectives. If you're looking for a straight-up traditional A Christmas Carol, head down to Costa Mesa. Are you the spirit who's coming was foretold to me? I am. Who or what are you? I am the ghost of Christmas past. Long past. (laughs) No, your past. What brings you to me? I've come to reawaken your humanity. My humanity? Yes. This is the South Coast Rep's 43rd year putting up the show. Their Scrooge, Richard Doyle, has done this show 36 times in various parts, and this is his third run at the famous curmudgeon. And the audience? They've been coming for years, too. I overheard one lady say she'd been coming since 1988. We're talking a seriously devoted fan base and a lot of Christmas cheer. They even showed up in red scarves like the one Scrooge's nephew gives to him. Now, if you're looking for a more pared-down production that hews to Dickens' original vision, the independent Shakespeare company is there for you. Before we begin, please allow me to express two wishes. First, that you will have the great imagination to suppose that we are not in an intimate theater but instead are seated around a Christmas fire listening to a ghost story. It's modeled after a version of the story Charles Dickens wrote for himself to perform as a one-man show. And this version is kind of like a two-handed radio play with sound effects made by Dickens's on-stage assistant to accompany the performance. Soon it rang out loudly, and so did every bell in the house. This was a heavy clanking sound deep down below as if some 
person were dragging a chain across the casks in the wine merchant's cellar. We heard the noise much louder on the floors below. Then coming up the stairs. Then coming towards his door. Fast on through his heavy door. The tiny black box theater tucked next to train tracks in Atwater Village is bursting with Christmas as they sell hot cocoa and cocktails in the lobby. If you're down for some weird with your tradition, Zombie Joe's underground theater group in North Hollywood definitely had the wackiest of all the productions I saw. Step inside the unassuming building on Lancashire and you'll be transported to a Christmas market. But, you know, with zombies. The lights go out, they come back on, and there's a pile of zombies in Christmas carol costumes. There's singing, and you get all the traditional lines, and many, many laughs. This is their 10th year of putting the show up, and it's a nod to a company member they lost earlier in the year. But maybe you're in the market for a Christmas carol that really puts a performer through the paces. Bah, humbug. Don't be cross, uncle. What else can I be when I live in such a world of fools as this? Merry Christmas. Out upon Merry Christmas. What's Christmas time to you but a time for paying bills without money? A time for finding yourself a year older but not an hour richer? If I could work my will, every idiot who goes about with Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled with his own pudding and buried with a stake of holly through his heart. Both of those voices are performed by Gus Krieger, a mutton-chopped actor who's doing a lot of heavy lifting, as he plays upwards of 36 characters in his one-man version of the classic play. It's a very sparse production with minimal sound design and costuming. Basically, he's the whole show. And finally, if what you want is something completely new, check out Madame Scrooge, a Christmas Carol musical. That's right, Scrooge is a woman. The husband and wife team of Melissa and Justin Meyer bought the Nocturne Theater in Glendale this year, and they've turned it into an over-the-top winter wonderland, with a Christmas tree-filled bar in the lobby downstairs and a cabaret upstairs where you can catch performers singing holiday tunes. They commissioned Chris Thomas for the new musical's lush score and orchestrations that have a very Danny Elfman-esque vibe. Stephanie Hodgson plays Madame Scrooge with gusto. The lady has pipes. As I said at the beginning, this sampling of shows is less than half of the Christmas Carol Fair on offer in SoCal. And with the holiday weekend ahead, you've still got time to catch whatever style speaks to you while maybe helping your local theater end the year in the black. For KCRW, I'm Juliana Mayo. A Merry Christmas to us all. God bless us, everyone. Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Hitch up your reindeer Go straight to the ghetto.
Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so uh, Leave a toy for Johnny Leave a doll for Mary Leave something pretty for Johnny And don't forget about Gary Santa Claus Moving on now with Greater L.A. from KCRW, I'm Steve Chiatekis. You heard from Santas and Scrooges. Now let's take a trip to downtown Los Angeles and visit another spot where the coming holiday is in full swing, the Pinata District. This vibrant and bustling block of East Olympic Boulevard north of Central Avenue is jam-packed with all the fixins for a proper Christmas. And folks from all over California come to pick up tamale husks and Santa Piñatas, Chapurado, Ponche, you name it, to complete their Christmas traditions. Today I'm selling um, everything from the um, Nacimiento, when, um, when God came um, right here for Christmas and his birth. So we put a lot of animals for the baby Jesus on that day because when he came from the stars and he was born uh, with the Virgin Mary, all the animals were there. The chicken, male and women. Yeah, this is the male, this is the women. And we also have the little turkeys, the little ducks, this one, and it never has to fail. We have the cow, the donkey, all the animals, but in couples. Bueno, ese es el mix. Well, that's the ponche mix. It comes with tejote, cane, it comes with guayaba. We also do carry dried fruit. If you don't want to use the other stuff the way it already comes, they can use dried pineapple, peaches, kiwis, dried grapes, grapes with and without seeds. It depends on personal preference. La uva seca, uva sin hueso, uva con hueso, es depende. Sí, es depende de cómo, el gusto de las personas. That's Spanish moss. It, it only comes around at Christmas time because folks use it to decorate their nativity scenes like this. That's why it's here. But it has to have always a cow, and we have the devil. Remember the the guy who was in the cave? The devil went there, so we have the devil too. I've never seen the devil No, it's very important on the nacimiento. It's very important. San Francisco, San Francisco, Nueva York, todo, todo pasan aquí, todo. 
Busy people from everywhere, San Francisco, New York, everywhere. Everyone comes here, and they buy everything. When the season's over, we store them away. They go in a warehouse. We pull out the holiday ones as the season comes around. For Day of the Dead, we put out all of our Day of the Dead merch, then put it all away, and then pull out all of our Christmas merch. Same with all the veggies, candies, and everything. All Those were just some of the sounds from the Christmas scene in downtown LA's Pinata District, courtesy of our producer, Juliana Mayo. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Next on KCRW, it's Today Explained. The Chinese apparel company Shein, a favorite of Gen Z shoppers, plans to go public next year. All the drama surrounding the e-commerce giant coming up next. Tomorrow on The Business at this time, the highs and lows of Hollywood show business. 2023, a recap of the year. And speaking of Hollywood, a big sign-up on Mount Lee turned 100 this year. Next week, we'll recap GLA's great trip up there with L.A. Times columnist Pat Morrison. Also hear from headbanger Alice Cooper. Did you know he tried to save the sign? Actually, he did. He contributed some money with some others when it was falling into ruin back into the 70s. And that guy that changed the letters on the Hollywood sign to read Hollyweed. Hooray for L.A.'s newest centenarian, the Hollywood sign. That's next week on Greater L.A., along with some of our other favorite episodes of the year. Hope you'll enjoy. We're online anytime at kcrw.com slash GLA. Share a story idea. Grab the podcast, too, so you can get the show on the go. Juliana Mayo, Zoe Matthew, Kelsey Gante, Eddie Sun, Cecile Rosette, Sue Margulies, Phil Richards, Amy Ta, Carlos Ramirez, Jocelyn Rohrbach, Michael Vogel, and Christian Bordall helped run today's episode. And so long to someone who worked with us a lot over the past year, producer Celine Mendiola. We appreciate you. Good luck in 2024. And to you, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. I'm Steve Chiatakis. Bye-bye. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad.